Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Hello everyone, welcome to the Next Issue Podcast, and of course we had to start with the Peacemaker opening, and we're having a Peacemaker party. Hell yeah, about damn time. Yeah, yep. now, well, will that kick us off with YouTube and Twitch? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Down I like the fact here. that finally my big ass headphones, uh, I'm, I'm cosplaying as Peacemaker, so yes. um, yeah. Jeez. Clay, we hey, we could. I play the whole intro. I was gonna start playing episode one. No. Oh, go ahead. Screw this, Clay. Take my name off. Take my name off. <laughs> oh yeah. That's good. Um, so yeah, as the as you can probably tell, we'll be talking about uh, Peacemaker today. Uh, full spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't watched Peacemaker, first of all, what's wrong with you? No doubt. Uh, we're we're late. We're late doing the show, but. You yeah, we're already watched. Give you plenty of time. We are we're running on Josh time here for the for the show. I've watched I've watched the series four times now. Uh, I watched the last episode four times. So, <laughs> Man, I, I, do, this... I do love putting it on for the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh my god. This Whoa. is uh this is the humble brag episode apparently, huh? I've I've seen it once, all the way through. So I would watch a Peacemaker before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's like I. I do the whole dance by heart before anyone had even seen the first we episode. We need that. We need him to do the actual dance with Dan, like, like a if we can do a certain level in Patreon, he needs to do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I swear if I could move, I would do the dance as Captain Boomerang. And then I thought halfway through, do Captain Boomerang with all the wood sticking out from his death and suicide squad. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but I just cannot move. I'm I'm Speaking of Patreons, let's give them a shout out before oh, we yeah. get going. We have a new patron today. Uh, welcome, Sabrina Sarver. Hey, uh, hey, hey, um, hey, Sabrina. Thank you very also, much. Uh, Mike Rappin, also the I Read Comic Books podcast, Final <laughs> Meal, and Jason Ashmore. Thank you guys uh, for being our patrons and making a lot of what happens here happen. Uh, so we'll get started with the. We actually we'll we'll go into our main topic first, and then. Uh, head up into our previously on stuff to catch up for the week, but we want to uh, we want to make sure that we can cover Peacemaker with plenty of time because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, for the audio listeners, you can go listen to the full episode on YouTube. Find the link in the description. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Peacemaker and why why is why is this show so fucking good? <laughs> I hated it. I feel like we all know a guy like this, a guy that we went to high school with that's still kind of <laughs> stuck there and and believes everything he reads on the internet and is kind of just a musclehead dummy. Yeah, I, Reed, do y'all know someone like that? <laughs> I mean, I'm like not closely, <laughs> but um, adjacently, like you, yeah. you know, of a guy like this, yeah, no one is bulky, yeah, no one is. Bulky. It's a 
it's a type, you know, let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I think I think the thing I was not expecting was how much of a redemption arc this was gonna be oh, yeah. for him. You know, because and and it really clearly felt like uh Gunn had this set up from Suicide Squad. Oh right. Yeah. So um yeah, because at the end of Suicide Squad, and obviously spoilers for that movie, um, look, I really like what they did with the Colonel Flag in the second movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then to have this character turn on everyone that we've kind of endeared ourselves for, you know, about two hours and kill Rick Flag, um, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But when you, yeah. you know, you get to the end credit scene and you're like, oh, he, you, we had already, we known about the show, but we didn't really know what the show was going to be about. But we get to that end, and then we see him in the hospital. You know, we're like, okay, so it looks like we're going to continue this guy's story and maybe learn more about his past. Um, and like you guys just said, it's really a full. I don't know that he completely redeemed the character because there are some things that this dude's done probably that are irredeemable. Yeah. Um, but I mean, John Cena just plays the character so endearing that. It's it's hard to be like fuck that dude, right. you know. Throughout the whole time. yeah, he just he wants he wants friends and he wants a family so bad, you know, and and I really I I I, I said this in in chat to you guys. I I really hope Cena wins some sort of award for this. He is unbelievably good, and even in just stuff where there's that long shot when he realizes everyone else on the team knows something that he doesn't. Yeah. And he's like glaring at, um, at a bio. And she's just like, you know, I just, I gotta like walk away. I mean, that whole, without saying anything, that whole scene just sets up perfectly how they're feeling in that moment. So. First of all, let's talk. Clay, you missed the intro. We played the whole intro right before this. Oh, damn it. Uh, It's okay. You can go back and watch it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Start I doing think, the dance. <laughs> you know, James Gunn said and the team set out to have an unskippable intro, and I think they succeeded. I um, never skipped it. Every time yeah. it came on, that little button would come up. I'm like, no, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> so yeah. Do y'all think um, they'll do a new one for season two? I mean, essentially everyone's back, but like his dad is in his head and well not I, everybody not everybody i mean judo master is gone we don't know yeah. where i think judo, 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 judo master is going to be his beginning of having a um list of bad guys he's that's going to be the beginning of you his rogues so? gallery yeah because that was the thing that his neighbor kept accusing him you can't be a superhero without, oh, a, rogues without a rogues gallery oh yeah. interesting all right when you talk about characters coming back the cops aren't going to be back yeah the no, detectives they're are gone they're dead that's they're the one <laughs> That one got took a machete to the head. That was beautiful. <laughs> Which was also what a what a fun twist of like. Oh, uh, Mern's gone, gone also. Yeah. Who? Oh Who? yeah. Mern. Oh, oh Mern. Yeah. yeah. Mern Mern has gone to Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, that's right. That's right. Three. Who was he in Guardians? Yeah. No, he's going to be in Volume. Oh, he's going to be in Volume Three. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be in Volume Three. I think people are saying he's going to be the. Oh, what's the dude? What's the guy that rules Counter Earth? That makes animal hybrids. Oh, the, the high evolutionary. The high oh, evolutionary. Wow, that'd be kind of cool. That's, that's perfect. perfect. That's oh, heard. that's perfect casting. That's so that's good. That's what I've heard. So who knows? Um, um, anyone else bothered by? I mean, I, 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 I liked it. I just want to stress that I liked it. But that 
in moment when he's on his porch and the little goth alien comes back and he just pours like the last of the food down. I was, was kind of like, isn't he a little worried about this? <laughs> like he's still feeding this one alien that, well, but, they, you know. But, but the that's alien's his last meal. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, it. that's all the food he has left, right? Yeah. The cow's dead. But watch yeah. him some way he finds an ample supply of Engopsto Live season two. He's like he's like yeah. his, his second sidekick, like Eagle. He just he lets him ro roam around randomly out of a or, can. Or I mean, I have a couple of questions because, like, could Goff go inside his dad's dead body and reanimate it? Oh <gasps> lord! Oh wow! Or Mern? Yeah, or Mern? Well, I don't know. Mern's got no head anymore. <laughs> I mean, they that's they true. blew it apart. Oh, that's right. Um, whereas whereas you know. Well, I mean, if how did his dad? How did he kill his dad? I forget now. Just a shot to the head. Shot to the head. Okay, yeah. yeah. With that it's going to be kind of interesting to kind of have a guy walking around with a hole in his head. Right, right. That's kind of what I was thinking in too. The, in the, he has to wear a hat all the time. Um, in the he's going he's gonna get that just, uh, wonderful <laughs> mullet hairdo back just to yeah. cover it. He's um, just going to brush it forward. Yeah, like just <laughs> get bangs. Um, <laughs> the guy. They should just update the intro. And put a uh, the bullet hole in Robert Patrick's head. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Now I know good. one thing that we when we watched some of the tweet alongs, Robert Patrick talked about how much he messed up in the dance at the end that they still kept in. So every time we watch the credits, I because Shelby goes, "I'm watching him every time. I can't not watch him <laughs> be out of sync a little bit." Oh, I didn't realize that. I need to. Yeah. I need to do that now. Yeah, yeah. It, and so now fun. it's like every time the credits are on, you're you're watching him. You're watching him. There's a there's a fun feature behind the scenes too of the credits you can go watch. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the characters. So we have uh, a few characters. Some are from the comics. Some are, I think only, I think only one of them is completely new, and I believe that's out of bio. Right. I think Mern, Economist, oh. Mark Court, Vigilante, and Peacemaker. They're all from the comics. Even are they really? Record, I didn't know that. Checkmate. Yeah, even, oh. if, even if their 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 counterparts are guess a little bit different or completely different in this case, I think. Oh yeah, hardcore's a dude, I believe. Uh, uh, no, maybe not. No, it's a it's a girl, a woman. Um, yeah. So, so I think it's interesting that he just James Gunn loves to take these characters that like only one person has probably read them. Well, okay, and that's like, James Gunn. I'm gonna go right back. No, it's like going back to Guardians Two. I knew who Taserface was, but who else knew what he was originally? You know, nobody right. knew he was a Stark. You know, and, and he's just some guy. I want to be called Taserface. I think the name's cool. And it's like, and the comic books, he's actually a cybernetic bread with Stark armor. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Kyle made us read that. I remember. <laughs> Kyle made us read it. Damn straight. <laughs> and just read about Taserface. It's so, metaphorical. So, I love that guy. But, but the fun thing about a new character like uh, Adebayo is that you get to play with it, and then yeah. Um, I'm going through a list from Looper. Like the fact that he made Adebayo Waller's daughter was yeah. a really cool reveal. Like I think first or second episode. Yeah, Waller just doesn't seem like she would involve anyone close to her. Well, it this. also makes you wonder how she's going to treat her daughter now after she's been betrayed by her. Is she is she, mm -hmm. is she beyond killing her own family? Right. right. And does this form checkmate? Does this create a oh. new division of the American government that maybe uh, they run? That's a good point, because if we look at if we look at Waller's arc so far from Suicide Squad, she's going down. Right. Yeah. Suicide Squad fails. 
her team turns against her, her daughter turns against her in Peacemaker. So yeah, that then like does she become the villain of season two? I mean, that would be a big get because I already <laughs> didn't think Viola Davis would be in this at all. Because I mean it's Viola Davis, she's probably got better shit to do. <laughs> yeah, but you also didn't think we were gonna get Momoa or uh Ed Miller either, but they made an appearance. That's true. And for some reason, they edited out uh, a Batman actor and Cyborg actor. I'd read. I know. I noticed that you only get Wonder Woman, Superman, uh, and then the two of them. Uh, Miller. See, uh, Batman Aquaman makes sense because he's the he's the only one that wouldn't be able to get there quickly. Well, there was a an actor who played the role that Aquaman said that he there. was cut out. So there was an actor that was dressed <laughs> up as Batman. For that, yeah, I saw, pictures, I saw pictures of it. I wonder if they did it because they knew this would becoming close to the Batman coming out. And they're like, we don't want to confuse things, you know, like that's true. Which oh. Batman is it? That we don't, of... we don't want to confuse anyone until the flash movie comes out. Touche. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I just, Adebayo is just the most amazing character. I, I love her so much. She, she carries a show in which she is competing against so many other, like, yeah, um, yeah. you know, and it's just fantastic. So well, good. I mean, the big scene when she has her first day at work and she's like, I just really want to try to, you know, be friends with everyone. Like she, she's doing that first day kind of introduction and it's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Like that, yeah. that, that's great. But, but, you know, when Adebayo becomes a big character, she'll be moved into the comics too. So Oh be, yeah, that would be point. great to see a reveal of her in the comics too. Yeah. That would be good. And I mean, also the thing with her is like you get to see a lot of, you don't get to see a lot of these people's other side of their like their personal life, but with her, you see her relationship with her wife, and she's only trying to do this, like this is her last option. Looks like right to work with yeah. her mom, uh, in this covert unit is like her last option. So, uh, the tension with her wife, like. Throughout the whole show, I'm like, I hope they don't end up splitting up because of this. I was worried about that too. Yeah, but but I, I like how it didn't go that direction. I feel like that yeah. would have been a, a little pandering, right? Like, oh, we've got to create tension, kind of thing, and, th and they didn't, which I thought was really really good. Yeah, the the pandering was dressing up the dog. Yes, <laughs> but but that's cool. I that's love, fine. Um, I love that people have dogs in his world, so that you can just have dogs dressed up in little sailor outfits. And <laughs> yeah. it's only one dog. That's my favorite thing. That dog likes it. That right? dog likes so, it. That dog likes it. Um, I did. I did worry because I, I remember I was I, I was past the halfway point, and I had this kind of idea in my head when watching the intro, and then I saw an article about it too about how the way they're grouped in the intro is a little bit of foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. And when, uh, and when she shows up kind of solo, I was like, Oh God, is she going to get kidnapped? Like, I don't, I don't want her to be the, like the, the person in peril. Stress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she wasn't, which I was very happy about, but um, I, I everyone, didn't that everyone else was in peril. Everyone yeah. else was. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh, when she man. exited that cow. I was just laughing my ass off because I was like, you got to be reading that script going, Adebayo falls out of the cow and is just covered in guts. <laughs> I, I think it's the first one's, guts. The first one's funnier to me when she just shoots into the wall and yeah, nothing. Yeah, that was awesome. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, like, as soon as they set it up in the van that that's what that thing does, Yeah, I knew somebody was going to use it. I just didn't know who. Or how and or when, and it was it came at the most like. It was like the best use of it. 
because yeah, yeah, you, like well, be, it, because they set it up just beforehand, right? So you think the one time she shoots forward is going to be the only time, and then when yeah, he right. says it, and she just like rockets it, uh -huh. like, <laughs> it was so great. Oh, well, and then she doesn't, she doesn't even try to do that one, right? Peacemaker is the one that yeah. says that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Which can I just point out? From a technological failsafe perspective, the fact that anyone's voice can activate these is a really bad idea. Right? <laughs> They're so high tech, but anyone can do it. It's anyone could say, just say. <laughs> well, it, that that gives me a lot of questions, and I hope I hope in in the next season we do get Robert Patrick to learn more about um, why. How does he have such technology like that room that's just like a different yeah. dimension? How does he have his own TARDIS? Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even though he hates his son, why does he keep making all this battle armor for him? And we know part of it is to keep track of him because all the helmets had trackers. Which he didn't, um, I guess, realize at first, right? He well, yeah, I don't he think seems he to put that together. Yeah. yeah. We still have one track one helmet out in the wild. The guy, the Uber driver that he gave in the first episode, a helmet oh, yeah. to for payment. That's true. And I, oh, I thought that's that was gonna right. come back eventually, oh. but that one's floating around. So I guess that one doesn't have any additional makes you wonder powers. Yeah, uh, we don't know which one he took. The, it wasn't the it wasn't the see, scabies one. The the first time we do see a helmet have uh, additional uh, utility is when he fights the female butterfly at the beginning in the yeah. which is the I would consider the main big first fight. Yeah. Which starts with uh with Cena just doing the best dance along to I don't love you anymore. Oh yeah. Um, can I can I bring up I have three what what I find to be incredibly subtle jokes that just killed me throughout the series. One of them is right after that or right during that scene, right? And it is he's playing he's he's playing the album and he's just talking to her in the background about all the music he likes and stuff. And then he and then he makes the comment um yeah you know it's not like music today with all that slow paced electronic shit and then when it goes back to the score that is exactly what the score sounds like like <laughs> it is very intentional like when it cuts yeah. from the album he's playing to like just the background music it is exactly what he hates and i, I just i died i'm like that is such a great subtle joke <laughs> i just yeah. love the soundtrack i definitely will be getting this on volume. oh yeah yeah which have they Announce that yet? Like I assume no. it's going to be through Mondo. But. No, they they have actually released a Spotify track that you can go download for the soundtrack, but they haven't done one for vinyl yet. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be great. Mondo does great art. Uh, I mm. just pre-ordered the Batman. My one. only problem with Mondo and I'm, I'm not trying to shit on them, but it's just they're a little pricey at times. Very yeah. pricey. Yeah. yeah, they are. And and thanks to Adele taking up all the vinyl presses all over the world, like it takes forever. Wait, <laughs> really? Adele bought all the vinyl presses. You can no, you. I don't know if you guys let. This is dumb, but last year, Adele <laughs> released her album. So because of the, because of how many vinyls they wanted to print, that took up like it just backed up everyone else's vinyl work. Wow, because like it's Adele, so like, you know, I guess she's got the most money to make sure that her stuff gets printed first. I don't know, uh, but yeah, if if you got any delays on vinyl last year, thank you. I do, as a matter of fact. So now I know who oh, to blame. What I wonder is why does it cost almost nine dollars to ship a damn vinyl from Austin? I think it's mainly because of the protection. Yeah, it, they come very, very well packaged. I'll yeah, give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. Because <laughs> yeah, I have I not gotten one bad vinyl from Mondo. I, yeah, 
I ordered from Amazon for a while. I have three Wu Tang albums because they were all bent and and, and twisted. So oh, um, yeah? hmm, extra Wu Tang, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm giving it out to the kids. Good, good. <laughs> During the Halloween, the kids get a pair of candy or Wu Tang. Which do you want? <laughs> the kids need to know that Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> That's just a very important life lesson. Thing is for the children. <clears throat> um. But yeah, that that scene with the the first fight, I mean, very, uh, very violent. Uh, there's a lot of knife stabbing to Peacemaker. No shit, yeah. the hand, the shoulder, the gut, and but my favorite is getting to see the sonic boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was because awesome. they they keep her in frame when she just explodes. Yep. into like just a giant blood. Spot. Flattered. And you, and you can't ignore it because you get that scene later when the cops show up and the one cop's like, well, they're eating pizza. She's like, I think that's a face. And she's like... <laughs> yeah, that... Can, that can I, showed me this wasn't fucking around. Yeah. I, I will say, the other thing I really love because I'm, I can see on paper it has the potential to just ruin the episode and I found it to be just so brilliantly done is just the extensive sequence of him trying to get out of the hotel yeah or the apartment building right and, and he had to get the I, music well and i yeah and i i read that whole scene as an indictment of every comic book character just gracefully weeping across rooftops mm -hmm. right like this is like oh shit i gotta jump one floor down oh my shoulder you know like it's like it felt painfully real and i really love that well, so. yeah and the other thing is they introduced that couple in the apartment right that <laughs> the wife keeps hitting on them and i mean <laughs> it's john cena i get it uh, and the husband's just like so apathetic to like the whole situation um those two so. fighting and then the extra scene of them at the end when they're yeah. looking at the headshots and she's like yeah. can i keep this yeah yeah well, and then you, and then you get the reveal later where like all three of them are in bed. It's him and vigilante and her, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's still wearing his mask. He's still wearing he his, his face I love yet. that. You know, you I, I kind of was hoping for at the end when he was in the hospital and he had, and he passes out and has to go back in there that Peacemaker makes them keep his mask on so Aww. it doesn't reveal as kind of a friendship thing. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good. I, yeah. I think they all know that it's stupid and dumb because everyone knows who Vigilante is pretty much. Yeah, but if you play along with him, you're, you know, just, you don't have to, like, belittle him, but you can play along. Yeah, yeah. but, yeah, but Vigilante is not exactly the smartest boat in, in, in the shed, or, you know, in the shed, because, I mean... <laughs> count, count, counterpoint. And for the audio listeners, that was the scene where he just tries to make his face uh, not be recognizable by which, weird, which, which they come back to later when John, uh, when Peacemaker is really mad, he's like, "Oh, are you doing your face exercises?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When he's uh, I'm not trying not to cry, he's crying, you dipshit. <laughs> yeah, my. I Oh, God, I'm sorry. You know, I, I was going to point out in the first episode, he has the getaway in the Uber car, which is yeah. so anticlimactic and hilarious to watch as he cheers for himself in the back of a car. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then when he like does a real getaway with the team, it's like much more rewarding. I love I yeah. love that play. I still love the opening conversation he has with the janitor. Come on, we smoked a joint together. It doesn't matter if it's with the drone. I don't trust me. I feel like <laughs> since he was from MIT, he's going to be the new tech guy. 
He's going to take oh, over as I can see that. tech guy and oh. meat guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's, I just want to, so Freddie Stroma plays vigilante. And I, I have a quote from James Gunn when he was asked what led to Freddie Stroma taking over the role and doing all the reshoots. Cause originally there was a, it appears there was a different actor playing. Like, oh, so wow. he, he says, uh, yeah, Stroma came in late. We had already shot five and a half episodes God. with another actor who's an incredibly talented guy, but we were on a different, on different pages about certain things. And I don't think he wanted to continue on the series in the long run. So we brought in Freddie uh, in five and a half episodes in. I reshot all of his scenes, but uh, this person from Joe Blow uh, Media is the first person to ask that, which is crazy. So he directed all the vigilante scenes. Gunn personally directed all those scenes yeah. because they were reshoots, and I guess they couldn't get the original directors of the episode. Because I don't, I don't yeah. think all of them were directed by Gunn. They were all written by Gunn, but not the original. Yeah, it was fine. I, or, or as you say, like around half of them were, were done by yeah. guys, it seemed like. So, yeah, I know Jody Hill did one, which I was really yeah. surprised about. He's, he's the Righteous Gemstones Vice Principals dude, right? Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gun Director 5. Okay. Which is crazy. Can you imagine reshooting how, like your scenes for, I would say, one of the title characters for five? Yeah, five totally. Episodes? No shit. I which mean, that also begs the question is that Freddie Stroma in the dance scene? That in, ooh, in the beginning, it's not, it's not. He's uh, they've talked about that, okay. Luckily, he was wearing the mask, so there's no like, and it may not even be the original actor either, it may just be like a stunt person, someone else. Yeah, did, did, did yeah. Gunn reshoot any scenes like anytime that Freddie or the Vigilante was in a scene with people where he's wearing the mask? Did they have to reshoot those also, or is it just when mm -hmm. he takes the mask off? That's interesting. I don't know. I would think they could just ADR those things and put right. underneath, yeah. Um. Because the whole first time he meets him is outside the trailer window, and he has his mask on the whole yeah. time. Yep. Yeah, we don't get the mask taken off until like episode three, I think. And that might or have two, been two a choice. Three. That might have been a choice by Gunn if he was already hesitant about this person. Yeah, uh, maybe like keep his mask on as much as we can, so you know, try to avoid. Uh, so who knows? Uh, which know. which makes sense because by the by the end of the season, he's more often out of mask than in mask. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So. Um, you don't, a, you don't want to keep a face like that under a mask. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that gif is hilarious. Yeah. Oh god, it just the the the, on, the only scene I was kind of a little bummed about is when he's taping Goff to himself so they can escape the trailer, and I'm like, uh -huh. he, he's gonna break that jar. Yeah. Like, I just I just knew it. I I was like, there's no way he's not breaking that jar. <laughs> what was y'all yeah, favorite favorite vi vigilante moment? I didn't. Realize... I, I love. I still have the fact when they're trying to con uh, talk to Goff in a jar, it's like, no, yes or no questions. It's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that is that is my second favorite subtle joke. All right, because he's asking about movies, and, and Peacemaker's like, movies, in case you, you want to go see movies, and the movies he lists, all right, Three Amigos, yeah, Unshin Andalu, which is the first like famous surrealist movie by Dolly and Brunel, <laughs> Porky's, Porky's too, he's too. I literally stopped it and I just, I could not stop laughing for five minutes because just, I felt like that's a joke tailored for me, right? Big comic nerd, also surrealist scholar. You throw Unshin Andalou in a joke and I am 1000% there. I, like, I had to stop and like write it down. Like, I have to have this perfect when I talk about it. So I was going to say, God. you're going to be the only one that gets that reference. <laughs> 
Because I missed that one completely. I was like, oh, man. Oh, so good. So good. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean derailing it. Anyway, but yes. So for me, that's my favorite vigilante moment. Um, before we before we finish with vigilante, because I think, I mean, we could talk about all these characters for a long time. When he goes into the prison to try to kill oh, yeah. his dad, and he does the whole speech at the table with these uh, oh, white supremacists. Yes. That was amazing. Like, yeah. Masterful work. Um, like the dialogue and and sometimes i will say um sometimes the dialogue i'm like all right i get it james gunn you you know you're edgy and cool and writing like a teenager sometimes uh and it but but like for this stuff like it really really just works so well like yeah uh, and then he kicks everyone's ass right except except robert patrick who's smart enough to know that he's trying to go them into a fight yeah mm-hmm. um you don't fuck with the t-1000 right so <laughs> what a great casting for for his dad to be just a piece of shit you fear even though he's like an old man yeah it's just robert patrick just because well, he's he wa- scarious when fuck. he first arrives in the in the prison he walks over and he sees the one uh, black dude sitting down he just looks at him and goes uh-uh, I, ain't, I ain't made for this and he just gets up and, and he sits down and the other guys are like all right let's go bow before him yeah, yeah. it's like you know he's got some pulls in, in some form he is he is chilling in this show um oh man, yeah he's so good but but did you see him in the opening sequence dancing yeah <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I you know i'm curious if uh peacemaker is going to have to go through some sort of therapeutic uh journey to rid his dad from his mind and maybe well, that's what season when, two is when you're hallucinating that you throw you shoot a poison dart at your dad and the, and the hallucination, hallucination dies you know you got some a little bit of issues there yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i guess another thing I, I would say if i have to complain and there's, there's not a lot because there's a lot of good stuff in the show but i really didn't want them to try to get the uh, peacemaker and hardcore to get together yeah um but and that's kind of what it seemed like but I, I feel like that was just a feint at the beginning of the show because that's just kind of his his defense mechanisms just to like I think that's just Peacemaker be, uh, trying to be more macho than you, you know. As you yeah, know, exactly. a lot of the stuff I've read, apparently, they, they said they, you can see some things in the show of saying that he's either like you know either bi or or he, he you know he kind of goes both ways. So yeah, and that was that was uh, his his like recommendation. I read that like Cena brought that to the table. Oh, like okay, let's make him bisexual. You know, um, but that said, there there is a moment I agree with you. Daniel, but there was a moment probably around episode six or so where there's a couple of really interesting moments where Harcourt is clearly eyeing Vigilante. And so I thought the twist was going to be she was going to end up with him. And then that was going to piss off John Cena or Beefsaker. But uh, but, uh, even with that, when they, when when she's in the hospital, he goes to see her and she wakes up, they're holding hands. I'm still curious if that's even an indication toward the relationship or is it just an indication that, hey, these are two really screwed up people who now have somebody that care about each other and yeah. more they're bonding friendship. Yeah. That's how yeah. I took it. That like and and I think for Peacemaker, that would be even more powerful, right? That's that's why he was so hurt when he felt out of bio betrayed him. Like he's like, I thought we were friends. You know, it's like yep. he I don't think he wants just the relationship. I think he wants 
He wants the family. He wants the, friendship. Yeah. He wants the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he goes through half the show thinking his dad is his family until he realizes how terrible he is for him and that he's had these friends the whole time. Vigilante, especially. Vigilante yeah. knows exactly what Peacemaker needs and wants, like going shooting out in the woods and all that fun shit. <laughs> but Peacemaker doesn't want to believe that that guy would be his friend because he just isn't as like what his, he imagines like this tough guy, dad, what his dad would picture or maybe what his brother was. Right. And vigilante very much seems like a replacement for his brother. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, someone he can go do these things with, but who accepts him for who he is. Doesn't, yep. you know, doesn't like, you know, berate him, likes the same stuff. You know, there's that really key moment where, uh, both of the boys are in the room playing the song, you know, and they're just digging in. It. It's like, this is the stuff that we like. So. Well, yeah. and it's kind of a reverse of the relationship because um, uh, Peacemaker looked up to his brother, right? Uh, right. Like he, right. Would, he would wanted to listen to the same music and, you know, watch the same stuff. They wore the rock shirt, the, the rock t-shirts or whatever, even though their dad didn't really approve and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Vigilante is kind of the reverse of that where, he's the one that wants to be like peacemaker um so yeah that was very that was an interesting dynamic of like let's set up these two dudes that and vigilante's a fucked up dude like don't get yeah. it twisted oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. he just uh, wants to kill he's yeah. clearly a, like a, a sociopath yeah, um, or sure. a psychopath perhaps Sino has a conscience vigilante you're not really sure <laughs> especially i really there's a, there's a scene where they they go to the, <gasps> the vet they go to the, vet, the vet office to yeah to, and then like oh. Well, if we're not gonna like, I don't want to. He doesn't want to make them uncomfortable by tying them up, but he will kill them yeah. because they would feel not discomfort there. Like, there's right. it's a very extreme of two sides. Oh, I, I just want to mention real quick like the hardcore peacemaker. Like, if you go from that first episode, uh, you know, and peacemaker just wanting hardcore for sex, like, he just explains to her, like, look, I just need it. Like, that's all he wanted from her to the end where he just sat with her until she healed. Like, he yeah. just sat outside the hospital, sat outside her hospital room waiting. Yeah. And, and just seeing how much it, that he's changed from that. Yeah. Well, and I like, I also like the fact that um, you get a little bit of an arc with Harcourt as well, right? Oh, yeah. I really appreciated by like episode seven and eight, like when they find Myrn, Harcourt starts to crack a little bit, right? She's no longer this like just total like badass. She's like, she's more emotional than Adebayo. And there's yeah. some great moments later on where Adebayo just like steps up and just like shooting people. And, you know, it's like, it's like, it's this interesting kind of like, reversal you know yeah. um yeah it, it just i don't know I, I really like how they all the characters they have more layers to what they were kind of i mean they didn't really have a lot of time to play with them in suicide squad economies that economies i feel like he's the only one that's kind of maintained solid through, like he's he's always the dude that he's like he is <laughs> like from the movie to the show like he doesn't change much like he's always very honest with like what he's thinking and mm -hmm. and stuff um <clears throat> I do think it's funny that he the whole him framing his dad for the car for the for the murder and, oh and then God. that leading us to that whole scene of like you know peacemaker <sighs> telling him all the other people that he could have yeah, framed Adele and, and then <laughs> and then the and then the end credit scene that's just like that yeah. scene cut like it just goes more and, and more and more. I hope people I hope people were watching those scenes 
the oh, I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they were like they were really good. They were just like probably things that were left out of the episode, but they were really right. good. The yeah, most disturbing I, one is the sheriff when he's talking to the dead body and doing like yes. Oh god, that was oh. so good. And you see, the, well, there's another one where he's doing the press conference, and you see the yeah. deputies just breaking in the back like a yes. I saw thing. I saw that. I it was so good. I I told my wife yeah. about that actually because you see that one cop and he's just like. Yep. He, just, he, he can't keep it in. I honestly thought he was. A, I thought he was a butterfly at first, but there was. There was <laughs> so did I. So to, even and and this is the one scene that really confused me. So after um, oh god, I just blanked on her name. The 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 cop. Detective song. Yeah, when when Goth goes inside her and she shows up and he just kind of makes that little thing. I thought his butterfly knew she had a butterfly, you know, yeah. and so. But then that's not the case. So I don't know. I. That was very weird. I mean, um, they were able to convince Judo Master and this guy that they were there for, you know, the right purpose. So that's really yeah. all it took was this guy believing that people were making bad choices yeah. and that they were here to help. What, how do you guys feel about, I mean, I don't know, the butterflies is not something we've seen in the comics, but I think it takes it takes a little bit of some of the things we've seen before, like the Reach, you know, the Blue Beetle, uh, the Reach and all that stuff where yeah. they kind of take over people this one's a little funnier and i'm a little upset they never paid off the hole going in through the butt um, <laughs> like it just feels like something even if they would have put it in like an after credit scene or something like especially at the police station when when you know there's a all the the thousands of butterflies come in and then they just kind of take over everyone in there in the prison like I would, I thought at least I was keeping my eye out just to see, like, is one of them gonna go in through the butt? <laughs> I like, I like, da I like Daniel slow mowing the slow mo just to be sure, right? Like I'm Let's looking see. at asses. Let's see. Uh, oh, dance yeah. moving. Is there a butterfly in there? <laughs> you show me a PowerPoint slide in Act One. I hope it pays off in later in the future, right? What is it? Chekhov's gun? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. So. The, uh -huh. the Avengers didn't do it with Thanos, and now no. they didn't do it with the butterflies. <laughs> well, if anyone's... The, butterfl the butterflies are a close relative of Starro. In the That's what way. I was thinking, too. And so here we have two so? James Gunn things where we have Starro and we have the butterflies, and it seems related, you know? Yeah, so. like Starro, they're all one collective, but here they're all independent, and mm -hmm. they're they're... Their purpose here is because their world's gone and to build a better future See, versus Starro's who's was stolen and is just trying to live. Yeah, Starro is a tragic is, character. James Gunn makes even the villains sympathetic at times. Except yeah, Robert yeah. Patrick. Except the racist. <laughs> and even if you watch it with subtitles, he has the race. It's like racist thug, and it, it, yeah, they all yeah, like yeah, different names of what, and they're derogatory about each yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a moment I want to show you guys because I never thought we would see this. So for the audio listeners, you should be able yes, to hear it, but you yeah. can come watch. Oh yes, Economos. So Economist kind of yeah. steals he steals a vigilante's moment with the chainsaw. I love it. I love it. I, I almost went with Economist with the chainsaw for my name today. Um just oh god. And then and then just how much I I think that whole episode was set up so well because you get the Hanoi rock stuff earlier, right? So you you 
I think if they had only based Peacemaker finally becoming friendly with the Condomos on the Chainsaw incident, it would have kind of ruined stuff, right? It is yeah. much more about they both love Hanoi Rock. Yeah. And then that seals the deal, you know? So yeah. um, I feel well, like Economos is the last person that you really, that you, you really feel for when yeah. he gives his uh, die oh, beard speech. God, that's hard. Yeah. Best Steve AG I've ever seen is that scene is him yeah. just confessing why he dyes his beard as an alien, you know, uh, yeah. to an alien. Oh so yeah. Good. Yeah. When he, Man, that was that was good. Um, because I feel like Harcourt, you fall in love with in the first episode. Oh yeah, when she beats the fuck out of those guys, and yeah. then Summertime Girls turns on, and she turns, and and you're just yes. like. But then every woman fell in love with her afterwards. After she tells off Peacemaker, and she goes, "Maybe I just want to have a beer, but you and these guys down at the end of the bar just fucking won't let me." Yeah. 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 Economos, uh, I mean, that scene, I, I've i never seen him do a scene like that. I, you know, uh, he was on Sarah Silverman program. Yeah, that's right. For yeah, just so hilarious. But that was such a touching moment. I also, um, I, I really like the fact that, like, that, that whole sequence with him, I felt was just like, you know, because he like he steals himself. He walks into the whole thing. The minute he gets in the barn, he goes and he throws up into a into a trash can, right? Like he's just like this is not what he does. He's the guy in the van, right? He's an um, analyst. <laughs> yeah. And then and then at the end, like a really fucked up moment, he tries to climb over the fence and just breaks his leg. I know. I'm yeah. like, oh. I know that was and oh. they showed the it sticking out and everything. Holy and shit. then he and then he crawls forward to like help him out. Like I mean, it's like Economos. Good he, job, dude. <laughs> like he crawled forward for his team. He was going to take care of Hardcourt, and yeah. Uh, now we got another. You know, we don't just have to be uh, Fat Thor from Avengers. We have another <laughs> thing to cosplay. Um, so. Economos. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna. And the whole Eleven Street Street Kid gang, which I love that scene when they're rocking out after they complete their first yes. together. Yeah, uh, that was after the Gorilla Chainsaw moment, right? I think mm -hmm. uh, because even Economist was was on the same page with Peacemaker about the yep. music, but it didn't click until after they had that moment together. And, and you can also tell that was kind of hardcore, like full pivot because she's the one yep. to take the picture exactly. Um, which the whole time I'm like. Is she not worried about that being uploaded? <laughs> so. I mean, at this point, at this point, you, they left a mess in that factory. Who's not going to find out? Yeah. Um, Which, so that's my third really subtle joke. I love these little tiny things that James Gunn throws in. If you notice, at the start of that episode, Adebayo's wearing a shirt that says work shirt, and it's just splattered with paint. And then yeah. throughout the whole episode, everyone is splattered with blood, like more and more and more. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then at the end of that episode too, we get the reveal because she she puts on the X ray helmet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we've realized Mern's a, a butterfly, so we get we had two things out of that. You First know, you knew, that, oh, we, no, you knew that beforehand because it's, you know, we knew before that he's actually drinking the liquid. Yeah. Like he, oh, he yeah. Well, we yeah. Well, sorry, we I meant, I meant yeah, yeah. she knew she, 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 she finds, finds out. out. Yeah, right. we knew as the, as the watcher. But then we get two things out of that. First of all, Mern tells us, or butterfly Mern tells us that. He picked Mern because he was like the worst piece of shit human he could find. Yeah. Uh, and then two, the fact that Mern Butterfly has his own mission that is to, I guess, it clashes against the other butterflies that kind of want to take away our free will and, and stuff. 
even if it's for humankind's benefit, well, I mean that that could get real philosophical. I'm gonna, get, especially with what's going on right now in the world. I yeah. Say mm-hmm. it, but yeah. When you think about what they wanted to do, it's like it, it's there's some people that almost find it sympathetic. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, right. I'm sure there's those shirts out there. The butterflies were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the butterflies are right. I mean, they, they they do a good job when you know, kind of the reveal at the end when uh, uh, Goff and the detective pulls Peacemaker out from under all, all the rubble, and yeah. she's trying to explain like this is why we're doing this, right? I mean, so you you do kind of feel for both sides of this. Oh, yeah. God, I shouldn't have said both sides. I hate that. Um, both factions, uh, perhaps, but... Um, yeah, Josh, you're off the show. I yeah. know. Kick me off. Kick me off. Uh, um, that was good. Um, all now, right. Okay, now I have a really dumb, stupid question because it was one thing also I was kind of confused on. Was there a butterfly in the gorilla or is it just a gorilla? No, there was a butterfly in the gorilla. Oh yeah, they're, they're, he was way too strong. I mean, I know gorillas are strong, but that was the way. What shit he was doing was, was and, definitely and, coherent. Yeah. What he's doing. Although okay. it's weird, if there's a butterfly, why would they need to keep him contained? Like, can't he just can't the See, butterfly? The, yeah. Just, yeah. So maybe maybe butterflies can't fully control like animals, like they can humans. It could it could be that, but also when they enter into a creature's body, they get all of its memories right like they that's set true. that up and yeah. it, it didn't dawn on me until the end maybe that's why the goth alien never goes in peacemaker because it knows it's gonna have to deal with some really fucked up shit you that's know like point. so i wouldn't uh, want to oh no i mean especially when we know at that moment in his head is his dad right yeah. so um yeah no i mean i think i think at the end the goth butterfly is really like it has no way to survive although I would think they would have been able to find maybe a substitute here if they could have like they could have worked that in like where they the earth has enough resources that I'm sure something can you know be a, a nutrient to them um but well, they they never showed them actually I mean like there is an explosion in that factory but they never show them destroying the all of the jars I mean there could yeah. still be some there Right. I, I thought you were gonna say they never show them milking the cow, and I was like, "Huh?" No, they do. And I then I was like, it. "Now I know what uh, what Josh's favorite scene in the Last Jedi is." <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, blue milk. Green milk. That was green, green milk. milk. Um. Cool. There's 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 no white milk anywhere in the Star Wars universe. I'm convinced it's uh, yeah. some color somewhere. Was like, hey, have you one. milked a bantha? Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let, let's focus on the end so we can wrap this up because I think I think we we've had a good conversation, but I do want to talk about the end. We do have uh, uh, some cameos, like like Kyle mentioned earlier, um, to kind of. So, I think. Well, okay. there's, there's, I want to throw one thing, but before we do that, that last fight scene when when they're racing in when a hardcore uh, vigilante. And, uh, Peacemaker racing in, and he just takes out that fucking shield. And that last yeah. like, when, they start, when they start playing the song, and he just he, he's Captain America in that damn thing better than any yeah. Captain America can. He throws and uses his gun to impale one of the butterflies. I'm just like, yeah, this is hot shit. Yeah, vigilante <laughs> decapitating people, decapitating yeah. people. It was oh. so awesome. Just them three running in was fucking the best action sequence. Oh yeah, and I, did he use a shield in the comics? I'm sure he does that, at some that, point. Possibly, but that was the first time we ever saw the damn thing. He just pulls out nowhere. <laughs> it's like. All right, let's go do this shit. I'm just like I like 
I like that he maintains his brand. Though. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Which is a whole a whole thing. The dub. It's got to be the dub. The dub. <laughs> the dub is facing um, the wrong way. I I mean, just the little <laughs> details of stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, so good. Oh. I um, hope. I. What do y'all think season two will lead into? Well, I think I think season two Peacemaker is going to carry a, a sticker book with dubs, so you can just put them <laughs> in weapons as he needs them. I'm going to I'm going to go a different direction with um, from what Clay went. I think we're going to see. I think season two might be a slight redemption arc for Judo Master. I think we're going to see Judo Master maybe start off as a villain, but kind of end up becoming like friends with Peacemaker, giving a slight hint to the old Richard Charleston team. The fact that they all work together, so yeah, uh, I forgot you. You really before we had talked about this, you said you'd love to see the Charleston team come together. And I would love. To, I would like to see at least maybe one or two more characters. It doesn't have to be like we're not going to get Blue Beetle. We're not going to get you know Captain Adam or anything like that. But I would like to see maybe like one or two more random appearances of maybe some of the more obscure Charleston characters. Why couldn't you get those two? No one's using them. See, that's no, what I think is like well, DC should just. They're not, they're not going to do. Them. They're not going to do Blue, Be- Blue Beetle because they're already working on the Blue Beetle film. Well, but I think Ted Cord is going to be part of that movie though, as uh, Ted Cord only. Okay, maybe. So yeah, I mean, you could always and, have Ted Cord. I mean, he, he Ted Cord Industries is in Arrow, yeah. but you never see Ted Cord. This is this is a tangent, but uh, Booster Gold did show up in Legends like in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, which is insane. I haven't watched the episodes, but I saw the clips online. I'm like, this is crazy. Like. <laughs> He needs yeah. Beetle. Yeah. 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 yeah but, but that's what I love. I would like to see some more nods to the Charleston people. Yeah. That's where I like to see it. Well, we've already had that. It's called Watchmen. <laughs> but we could, I would <laughs> rather see James Gunn's Watchmen. Kyle's going to kill Tiger's me now. Watchmen. I believe James Gunn Watchmen is uh, Watchmen Babies. Uh, I think we, we we established that in the chat. So, yeah, um, now, Babies. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see uh, uh, Idris Elba come back. Yeah, oh, that'd be, yeah, that would be good. Awesome, maybe uh, that would be cool. I think that'd be cool. Or even any, I don't know. Maybe maybe next season um, they add what's his name to the team that survived at the end of the movie. Oh, uh, Weasel? Yeah, Weasel. Oh, dear God. Oh, yes. wait, wait, why not? It's his brother. <laughs> Weasel, yeah, Weasel's still yeah. around, right? Um, Harley's still around. She's doing stuff. And... Yeah, but that, that, that's going to be... It's like... That'd be a surprise, like, again, getting Momoa or Ezra in the uh, series. But they also referenced Batmite. <gasps> I mean, I would love oh, to see if Batmite... right. Matter Eater Lad. Matter Eater Lad. Yeah. I mean, just oh, yeah. Legion, the Legion of Superheroes. That would be the weirdest group to that show up in this so movie bizarre. would be Legion of Superheroes in Peacemaker. You know, okay, wait. In the future. He, he may be setting that up because think about it. So far with, with his stuff, it's all alien related. Well, not even that. Right. They, they, they've, already, they've already said that he's in the he's in the works of wanting to do another spinoff series or another mm-hmm. base, DC base series. So why couldn't it maybe be like a Legion kind of thing? I, and that's why I thought it was going to be a Bloodsport series that he wants to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. You know, I don't know. He he needs to do, I, I said this before, he's the perfect director for a Legion of Superheroes, right? If there's anyone who could deal with like Matter Eater Lad and still like come up with a good story, like he's oh, proven himself uh, time and again. He's wait, the perfect director for that. I'm going to go here. Yeah. And I, you, none of you guys ever responded to me on Discord about this, but uh, like some friends threw out the idea. What about Animal Man? James Gunn dealing with Animal Man. 
I love I love Animal Man, but which arc are you talking about? That's I'm talking to too. No, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be the grand. Wait, who who did the uh, more serious stuff in, in Vertigo? That was Morrison. That was Morrison. Oh, that was pre Vertigo. I think yeah, Jamie, Jamie Delano run. did. Jamie Delano did some. He came on later. Yeah. Um, I think his arc is when I came on, and I remember that with Steve Puart. It was really yeah. good. right. But it was right. really but, more of like you know. But before like, Vertigo came out, it was the Morrison run when they rebooted it. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. Um, all right. Well, I think. We we got all the peacemaker. Do you guys have anything else before we move forward to our uh, uh, just just my my guess for season two or my hopes for season two oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is they become checkmate. Harcourt becomes the leader. Um, as far as Abad, I I feel like you don't think Abadai would become a leader. No, no. I think it's interesting because she says she was made for this shit at the end, but I don't think. Uh, Amanda Waller, I mean, this is really weird to say, but I don't think Amanda Waller doesn't have a kid without an angle. Like, she is uh, so... Oh, she makes, wow, yeah. Yeah, she makes decisions based on her career before anything else. So, or, 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 or it could be one of those villains that, you know, you know, she decides to, you know, she has a fling one night, doesn't realize she has a kid, and decides, hey, maybe, I, what? how can I use this to my advantage? There is that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I hadn't I thought like about that. that. Yeah, and economists went back to work at the old place, but I hope they bring him back. I mean, I'm they, sure they would. Yeah, God, I, mean, I hope so too. He was so great. Yeah, unless he's going back there to be in the second Suicide Squad film. Uh, maybe, maybe he's like the one constant across all this stuff, right? Like he, like he, he, he comes back and weaves and comes back as, as needed. So, yeah. Um, I hope Vigilante gets a, a standalone series, but I, I don't know if that's too much, but at least in season two, give me one episode that's just Vigilante. Maybe his backstory, maybe where he's going, maybe what he does when Peacemaker's not around. I oh, want, God. I want an episode where he has to dress like a cowboy and be the other Vigilante. Oh, ah! Yes. Halloween that party. So good. You, you remember you remember in Luke Cage when he had to wear his old Luke Cage outfit for like a minute? Yeah. Like yeah. the 70s Luke Cage outfit? That. I just want something like like a little nod to a reference to the old Seven Soldiers of Victory. Maybe a yeah. Halloween episode and that's where it, what he costumes as. Something. You know, I would love a Peacemaker uh, holiday special. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What holiday? Fourth of July? Memorial oh, Day. That's solid. That is solid. I feel like the Peacemaker Fourth of July celebration would just be him shooting guns that had fireworks loaded in them, <laughs> wow. and him and Vigilante shooting them at each other. <laughs> like when, like when, when they're holding the the stuff that they're just <laughs> shooting off during the. Cool. But oh, as, as far as the villain, I mean, I really feel like Judo Master is the beginning of a rogues gallery for Peacemaker. It would take a lot. I mean, think about it for Judo Master. He would have to forgive Peacemaker for basically genocide. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot to forgive. And there, there were people that were his friends because he he was on their side. He believed what they believed. So mm, that's true. I mean, maybe maybe season two we get, you know. A weird, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to dive deep on DC weirdness. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, because it's so because what James Gunn kind of reaches out for is the 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 weird unknown stuff that only oh, like right. well, if we're gonna go that direction, and only because they're, they're teammates in the comic books right now. For Josh, let's bring Ambush Bug in. Yeah, Fucking that's true. yes, <laughs> that would be fantastic. I mean, I mean, right now, I, mean, I so I've this is ties in, but I've been reading the first two issues of the uh, Crisis on sorry on Earth Three. Where yep. it's Flash versus the Legion, or no, mm. Flash versus uh, Suicide Squad versus the Titans, and it, it you've got right there, you've got Ambush Bug and uh, Peacemaker infiltrating Ultraman's f- Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that would be. I like that team up though. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be a fun crossover once it's all done. Yeah. Who's um, writing that book? I, I have to look. It's three different people. Uh, it's like. Because Keith Giffen is pretty much the voice of Ambush Bug. For That's me, what so. I was thinking. It's got to be Keith Giffen somewhere, right? No, uh, no, I think it's Dennis Hopeless and uh, Thompson. I don't forget his name. Okay. Yeah, it's two different guys because it goes throughout their books. Like it just goes throughout their books on DC. So, okay. Uh, if you want to know, go check out my review of Warfare Three slash Suicide Squad Thirteen on the channel. Um, <laughs> I put all the credits on there. Um, so, okay. Cool. Anything else before we wrap up Peacemaker Talk? It was just fantastic. Yeah. Perfect yeah. amount of episodes mm-hmm. and yeah. executed yeah, it greatly. I yeah. mean, I love, like I said, I've watched it so many times. So, real, I was looking up stuff on James Gunn. Apparently, his, one of his next projects is uh, animated uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Wile E. Coyote versus Acme. He's writing, producing, <gasps> and John Cena is attached to the project. Yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> Oh, I'm so happy right now. So we're not done with the, we're not done with that pair yet. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I'm cool. I, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. great. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll end with this. Aquaman he is the Aquaman we need. Aquaman fucks fish confirmed. I love how like how they have Ezra deliver that. He could have been like like he could have questioned. It's not a rumor, but he said yeah. like, it's not a rumor. It's, it's not a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like saying serious. So. Thanks for joining us. You can find Next Issue on Twitter at Next Issue Pod, on Twitch at Next Issue, and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.